Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. So what do you do if you wake up in one of the most blah moods? Blah. B-L-A-H. I'm sure it's a word. (laughs) That was how I felt when I woke up this morning. Blah. Tired not refreshed. I'm literally stealing coffee away from my husband down there, (laughs) thinking physically how I can pull myself out of this blahness, this tiredness, this almost heaviness, heaviness, like my legs are heavy, my back feels heavy, my arms feel heavy. And so on my second cup of coffee that I'm stealing from my husband, I put some water in it to extend it a little bit, heat it up, and I'm realizing this is not what I need. What I need is God. So I opened up my book, My Father Ripperger, Deliverance Prayers for the Laity. And at first, I just started giving God my day, my life, my breath, my husband, my material goods, all of our finances. I just gave it all to him as I do every morning. And then I say, Lord, please fill me with your blessing. Give me all this back if you'd so desire, if it's your will. But I ask that you purify it. You make it sanctified, right? Like give me back my marriage and my husband, but make it better. Give me back this house and the material goods, but make me appreciate them more. Give me back my life, but make me live it with you, you know, change it. And then I started reading all these other spirits and I'm telling you, if you don't realize how much we are attacked. You may not even think spiritually in your life, like how to get rid of these certain attitudes that you have or this blahness in your life. So I'm going to go into the book here. So it's in the other category, page 107. By the way, if you go run and get this book, Know that this book is not something that you just open up and you start reading from the beginning to the end because it's not a book. (laughs) It's not a story. It's prayers, many, many different prayers. And some prayers apply and some don't. For example, I don't have any Masonic 
attachments or things and spirits or occult stuff like the serious stuff in this book. I did invite some occult things into my life through things like a mood ring and lucky rabbit's foot and things like that, but I wasn't a part of a 33-degree Masonic group or anything like that. Anyway, um, but I want to just mention that the book is going to be overwhelming for those of you who have no idea what deliverance is. So honestly, bring yourself up to speed as far as what is spiritual warfare and why must we fight with prayers using Jesus' name? And why we should really start paying attention to fighting spiritually instead of physically, just like I did. I went exactly to where I thought I needed to go, which was coffee and caffeine. <laughs> and that's not where I needed to go. So if I go to page 107, go to the other section, there's yawning, stress, laziness, lethargy, withdrawal from God and people, stoicism, discouragement, foreboding, darkness, sadness, despair, despondency, dismay, distrust, disheartenment, powerlessness, <clears throat> melancholy, joylessness, fear of loss, fear of failure, separation, anxiety, don't touch me, leave me alone, heaviness, depression, neglect, loss, suffocation, immobility, defeat, weakness of will, and I'm not saying all of them here, I'm just snagging a few, Trapped, imprisoned, netting, webbing, black tar, verbal barrage, and hearing faculty, self-preservation, avoidance, humiliation. Okay, then if I go to others, because I think it's important for you to hear these physical ailments. GI problems, diabetes, heart disease, obesity, TMJ, grinding teeth, spoliosis. SP, not scoliosis, spoliosis. Hmm, interesting. I don't even know what that is. Night sweats, night tremors, palsy, paralysis, parasites, crippling disease, bleeding, vomiting, uh, coccyx bone crack, sinus and respiratory problems, birth defects, migraine headaches, back problems, vision problems, hearing problems, speech problems, metabolic problems, gland and hormone problems, tumors, cancer, arthritis, Unforgiveness is in parentheses next to arthritis. Interesting. Smell, taste, throat, and vocal cords. High blood pressure, high cholesterol, liver, lungs, exhaustion, weakness, life's breath. Pneumonia, tuberculosis, insomnia, hay fever, deaf and dumb, fibromyalgia, lupus, allergies, asthma, Lyme disease. I mean, there are 11 pages. 11 pages. And so what I'm saying is if you are suffering with something, please try and look at it spiritually and try to deal with it spiritually. So after I gave God everything, after I thanked God for everything, after I asked God to give it everything back, cleaning it, making it more pure, where I can appreciate what life has offered me, Life in general, let alone my faith, like, Lord, give me more faith. Then I went through deliverance and I started delivering some spirits because I was feeling pretty weighed down. And lo and behold, the weightness lifted 
my spirits lifted. I have a, still a little bit of tiredness, but nothing like when I woke up. I have a excited nature in me to face the day where earlier I just wanted to crawl back into bed. So my point being is for you to pay attention to what is going on and see, wait a minute, is there some sort of spiritual angle to how I'm feeling or to what's going on in my life into some illnesses that you or other people have? I'm not saying that you shouldn't be on medicine or you shouldn't be on certain things with your doctor. That's not what I'm saying. I am saying if you haven't taken that approach, the spiritual approach, that maybe you should. And every single day, pay more attention to what is going on so that you can test these spirits. You're really supposed to test the spirits. And that's not just testing the spirits of someone else in your life or someone that comes into your life. Like, is this person good? Is this person not good? Is their counsel good? Lord, what should I do? It's really more testing the spirits in your life. When you're tempted, when you hear the voices, when you hear, you know, trying to convince you to do it or convince you not to do it or the struggle as you stand there debating whether you will do it. I mean, this is the discernment of spirits that we should be doing every moment of every day. Whose voice is this? And why am I entertaining it? Why am I listening to it if I know that it's not God's? Maybe it's you. Maybe it's the world that's impacting and influencing you. Or maybe it's a spirit. But if you don't deliver the spirit, you won't know. And I hope those of you who have never done this or have done it a little bit, but don't do it often enough, have experienced that that true freedom and that peace that happens when you deliver the spirits in an authoritative manner. I know for a fact that some of you have reached out and you're like, please give me that prayer again. And so I have sent it to you typed out. I'll say it before we end this podcast so that if you're there, you can write it down or grab a pen or you can notate this particular podcast and go back to it. But bottom line if you have tried it with authority, that's so key. We've got to believe what Jesus promised. The spirits know if you don't believe it. And the spirits won't leave if you're not really into it. I've used the example before. One time I was overwhelmed and had to go get the Oreo out of the Oreo cookie container in the closet. And it was at that time where I was overwhelmed. My body was shaking. If I didn't get that cookie, you better get out of my way because I might take you out on my way. If you're in between me and that cabinet right there, goodbye. 
I went directly into that, ripped open that box, ate half a row, felt sick to my stomach before I could even realize what I was doing. It was totally involuntary. It was disgusting is what it was. It was disgusting. And I remember as I was walking, I halfway said, in the name of Jesus Christ, I bind the spirit of temptation. But I didn't really want it to not, I didn't want to not have the cookie. So I myself, it wasn't that I didn't believe, it's that I didn't really want it to happen. I was saying the words, but I really wanted the cookie. So I could have been attacked, or it could have been my own bodily urge. If you remember the three things that keep us away from God, the world, the flesh, and the devil. And my flesh could have been a very big part of that. Me just wanting what I want when I want it, right? Here's an urge. Here's a craving. Go. Go and go big. <laughs> and go home big after you're done eating all those things. Even though I was home, I didn't have to go home big. I was, I was big at home. Let's just say that. But the next time, I didn't want to go through that because I remember feeling how disgusted I was, not just physically because I had jammed all that sugar and junk into my body, but disgusted in terms of how I just allowed myself to be overruled. So this time, I didn't get out of my seat I completely slowed down, repeated the prayer with total authority and desire behind it. And that whole bodily shaking urge thing completely disappeared. My body went into a sense of peace, total calmness. And then it was, thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much for helping me here. This was my Lenten thing, right? I was falling on my one meal Lenten deal. And it was important to me. I was doing so good. This goes back to 2020 when COVID locked down. I had a really wild Lent that year. So we're looking at ending the last week before we get to Holy Week. And I don't know if you've had a good Lent, a bad Lent. An okay Lent, a blah Lent, because I know that some of you may be having a blah Lent. Just know that taking every day as that focus is the only way that we should live life, that we should live any liturgical season. Our journey has to be day by day. Otherwise, we will get overwhelmed we will be upset because we will look at where we are and we will have this vision of where we need to be in the future sometime. And we will forget that we should be happy and satisfied and joyful and loving and peaceful right now. Not once we get past this temptation, not once we do what our goals are or whatever it is that our Future life is supposed to be like, once we get there, we'll be happy. That's not God. God says, live in today with me today. 
because tomorrow has enough problems for tomorrow. Let it be for tomorrow and we can take care of it together then. So whatever it is, if it's a blah day, if you're struggling with anger, maybe it's physical, maybe you have some physical things going on, whatever it is, try to fight it spiritually. Get in the game. There's a reason. <laughs> There's a reason that we call it spiritual warfare, spiritual battle. And it's funny, I shared a meme that said, if you think that spiritual warfare is a joke, it's because you haven't gotten into the war. And the more that we realize how much spiritual stuff is happening to us in this physical world, the better off we're going to be. And the easier it's going to be to go to God and to ask him to help us. Help us, Lord. Be joyful. Be peaceful. Let's cast out those spirits. Okay, I promised I was going to say the, the prayer one more time. In the name of Jesus Christ, I bind the spirit of fear, anger, worry, temptation, lust, impurity, laziness, yawning, depression, migraine headaches, obesity. And I command you to go to the foot of the Holy Cross for Jesus to pour his precious blood on you and to receive your sentence, never to come back again. Don't forget the second part. Father, almighty Father, please, in your powerful name, please fill me with your blessings. Fill me with the love of Jesus, with Jesus's peace and kindness and patience and self-control and generosity. Fill me to the brim with purity and love and mercy. And that's it. Pray it with confidence. Pray what is going on in your life. Usually spirits are associated with emotions. And you may or may not have that book. But you can still go online. And you can still search spirits associated with, you could put in tiredness. You can put in anger, a lack of forgiveness. Don't forget there's that spirit of slumber. If you're like me and you get 9, 10, 11 hours of sleep, I don't really get that much, but I could get that much and I could wake up feeling no refreshment. That's a horrible way to get up. Not feeling refreshed. Or in the middle of the night, you can also pray that under your breath. Okay. Now, now this is getting long, but it's really important that we pay attention and we remember the physical and the spiritual. Don't forget to use the spiritual weapons to fight whatever is going on in your life. If it's not that peace that surpasses all understanding, if you don't have joy, that God-given joy that is making you hop, skip, and jump around your house, 
then get it. (laughs) Get it and get it good by diving into the spiritual war and use the weapons that God gives us all over the Bible. We're told these things to help us. And don't forget to go to confession, reconciliation, because that's always better. The sacraments, so I don't know if you know this, I'm sure I've said this before, but even if you were possessed, completely possessed, like the Exorcist movie, by an evil spirit, even confession is better than an exorcism. An exorcism is a sacramental. Sacramentals are holy water, a blessed rosary, a blessed statue, you know, a blessed scapular, a blessed crucifix on your neck, or maybe um, miraculous metal. Those are sacramentals. Those are things that we have on us or around us or in our homes to remind us of God and God's promises in our life, okay? But sacraments, like marriage being a sacrament, baptism, reconciliation. So the spirits really are not fond of reconciliation. So don't forget to go in and confess being angry, confess being judgmental, confess being resent, resenting people and not forgiving others. I mean, this is, this matters. It helps a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. That's why I keep saying over and over again, that must be a place that we frequent. And the more you frequent it, the more you will need it. Because then all of a sudden you'll realize, man, it's been a, it's been a couple of weeks since I've gone to confession. I've really got to go. Because you forget. You really do forget what's going on in your life. I know one month, going every month is a good thing, but I'm challenging you to go more. Especially if you have a diocese that has a lot of options. Because if you looked at all of the churches or you go to masstimes.org, masstimes.org, up at the top, there's mass, there's confession, and there's adoration. And you can click for each day. I say this all the time. Please make sure that you go to that parish's website, open up the bulletin, And make sure that it says what it says on the masstimes.org in the bulletin. Because typically, the masstimes.org, the parish website, and the bulletin may say three different things. And all I know is the bulletin is updated each week. And that's the most up-to-date, in my opinion. Okay, I'm going to leave you be so you can go out and be love. I love you all. I hope that that helps any of you if you're in some sort of a funky mood or you've got a an attitude hanging over your day. Find something more with God. Fight the spiritual battle. Have a blessed and inspired day. <laughs>